some girl introduced herself to me in the parking lot today. I was sitting there in that big gigantic truck. She throw it at you? Well, I mean, in the back of that truck. I I had the thought of I, I wanted to say, hey, why don't we get in the back of this truck and make out right now? But I don't know her situation, and I don't even know my situation. Was she just camping out trying to meet you today? Well, I was talking to Spanish and Joey from the Mike Calta show, and then I saw her kind of walk by and go get a prize inside. And it took me that amount of time to circle around the parking lot to find a truck into which or a parking space into which I could fit the truck. When I did, I was walking by, and she was in her car, and she looked up, and it was like she saw Elvis or something. And she jumps out and she said, are you Drew Garabo? And I said, well, that depends. Do you have a summons for me or something? And she said, no, can I get my picture taken with you? And I, I said, well, sure, of course. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Dude, her hand was shaking like she's Muhammad Ali trying to light the Olympic torch. And I'm nothing, right? I'm nobody. I thought you and Gio were always very against interacting with people in the parking lot because I did it a lot when I first started on the show and you told me not to do it anymore. It's all about timing. You do it after the show, which to me is crazy. Well, that's just when the people are in the parking lot looking to meet me. Well, no, I'm sorry. Anybody wants to come down here before the show, I am great what, with that. What's the difference? Before the show, it's well lit. Their office oh, hours are open. Okay, okay. After the show is dark. You're just lurking in the parking lot. The, yeah, right. I'm out. Like, you can light, lurk in the parking lot in broad daylight, and I'll meet you all day long. As soon as the show's over, I'm running for my car. You were okay with this because she was a girl, and she was attractive, probably. That's very sexist that you would say that. But it's true. Nikki's right. Most of my parking lot conversations were with guys at night who wanted to get into radio. In the dark? Oh, yeah. I, I, I just I think it was very sexist that uh, that you just said that. I'll meet, I'll take time to meet a boy. No, you girl. won't. No, you, no won't. you won't. Transgender nope. individual. You love meeting girls. Okay. I do. Okay. Okay, prove right. it. Let's get some transgenders up here bring at 6 o'clock. Bring them. Bring them. I'll meet every transgendered individual in the parking Caitlin lot. Caitlin Genders right outside uh, that you door. Bring, you bring John L. Brooks on in here and uh, we'll do filthy things to each other. No, I, you know, I, I, I enjoy meeting people. It's just after the show, it is a little bit weird because I don't even want to talk to anybody after the show, let alone meet strangers. You don't enjoy meeting male listeners at all. In fact, I'm going to eyeball you at the toy drive now to see how you interact with the female listeners and how you interact with the male listeners. I can't disagree with what you're saying. It, it just what do you got against dudes? I don't have anything against dudes. It you would love just, dudes. I, I don't love dudes. Uh, it, it would be my preference to meet lady listeners. Did that's you see all. the ratings? We do very well with dudes. Yeah, no, we did. We did great with ladies for the first time. Well, first time in a long time, we did great with men and dudes, men and dudes, <laughs> men and ladies together. You know, so I, you know, I, I'm very impressed with the, with the amount of women who are now listening to this show. But don't forget about the dudes. I will not forget about the bros. Can't forget about the dudes, man. <laughs> no, I, I will not forget about you, the wait, dudes. The dudes are what got you here. Right. I, I, we are a dude-centric show, and I, I enjoy meeting the dudes as well. It, I, I like having beverages with dudes. Man, you guys are really putting me on the spot here. Well, I mean, it's true. I, it's, I don't think what? it's bad that you enjoy interacting with female listeners more than male listeners. What's the best way for a dude listener to approach you where it doesn't like hmm. uh, turn you off? To not do it, probably. Oh, what about, I'm what, just what about just a sweet, simple? Hey, Drew, love the show. Fist That's pump it. and L-O-D. keep moving. Yeah, L O D. L O D. And keep walking. L O D. And keep walking. Okay. It's great. Quick, quick picture. Sure. If, oh, we, okay. if we want to get a picture, like it happened at the Hard Rock a bunch this past weekend. Hey, L O D. Like I'm going down to the casino at like three in the morning, and there's some dude outside the elevator. L O D. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? And can just I, keep it moving. Yeah. Or right. can I get a quick picture? Absolutely. Let's get a quick picture. Know where the the button is on your phone that takes a picture. Man, you're turning into Warren Sapp all of a sudden with all these rules. I flick. <laughs> I will absolutely flick all day long. What about L O D, man? Love the show. Hey, man, my buddy Bob, man, he would love to talk to you real quick. <laughs> Let me call him up real quick, man. And then here's the phone. 
I, I, that wouldn't be my preference, but if that, if that if that's what has to happen for someone to have a positive listening encounter with Drew Argarabo, so be it. But if a girl named Stacy came up to you and said, oh my gosh, let me call my girl Kelly, sure. you would be about it. Yes. I, I like to satisfy ladies more than I like to satisfy dudes. Like, if that makes me a weirdo. You got to try harder, man. I, I, I feel like I'm accessible with dudes. But yes, watch me at the toy drive all day long. I'll be accessible to everyone. I can't wait to meet everyone. Especially the girls. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Man, badass Mike just said I, only, I got it half right when I met at Drew on the radio. Quick hand shaking out. Only problem is I didn't have a vagina. Did you meet badass Mike? I did. What did you say to him? I said, hey, badass Mike, nice to meet you. Same here. Then why why, why is it that I, I did something wrong? You didn't. He's just messing around with you. You sure? Now I feel like I'm letting people down. Nikki, is that what people were saying on the when they were calling in? Yeah, I lost the guy, but um, this guy said that he met you in Bradenton um, at a work event and that he came up and said, LOD, love the show. And you uh, tapped the gr- promo girl and said to deal with for her to deal with him. That's a and lie. then you looked down at your phone and then a girl come came in and you're that's like, hey, lie. what's up? I mean, that's just someone yeah. who's, who's lying. That, that is an absolute <laughs> lie. I would never tell a promo girl to deal with I mean, someone. He, he deal didn't say with. deal with it, but he like tapped you tapped the girl, promo girl on the shoulder. Why would I do that? I'm at I'm at events to meet people, so, so he can be dealt with. You no, know. no, I don't want to deal with anyone. I enjoy my dealings with people. No, I'm just that's what he said. And he hung up because he was lying, and he knew that I would interrogate him and expose him for the fraud that he is. Well, I accidentally hung up on. Well, him. then maybe he wants to call back at seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. I will make it a concerted effort to be more warm and welcoming. Play the part of a male listener right now. What up? Hey, man, how's it going? Okay. Good. You listen to the show? Sometimes. Thanks a lot, man. What's your favorite part of the show? The commercials. What do you think about Seth Kushner? He's awesome, isn't he? Definitely the bright spot of the show. Hey, that addition of SBK really took things to the it next level, It makes the show yeah? tolerable, absolutely. Oh, awesome. They we're looking to be tolerable to most people. Say, what do you do for a living? I you work with my hands and my feet. Oh, with <laughs> your hands and your feet? Yeah. That's very interesting. What do you crawl around all day? That's very interesting. What is this what are you interrogating me? I just came oh, out no. here to drop a toy off. Thank you. No, I just want to get to know you a little bit because I appreciate all my male listeners. Okay, well I don't have any hoots, so why are you trying to get to know me? I, I just figure I, I you seem like a nice guy. I am. Cool. Bye. Oh, all right. I guess if you got to go, you got to go. Yeah, because this is not going anywhere. You sure you don't want to stick around for a little bit and hang out? No, I, I have to go back and do my job. Why don't you have a cup of coffee? On your lap? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have a seat right over here. Come on, big guy. <laughs> Come on, big guy. Right there. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All oh, right, cool. Oh, man, where's my phone? So now, now what do we do? I don't know. You're sitting on my lap. Well, I know. Well, you you invited me. Yeah, I know. So Now I kind of regret this. Yeah. Is this what we're going to be doing tomorrow? No, okay. definitely not. Look at Nikki's trying to screen phones and take a picture. So, <laughs> and I'm getting up before okay. you can take a picture. <laughs> I, uh, like, I like the Loch Ness Monster. Trevor, what's up, man? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hey, Drew. How's it going, man? Good. Good. How you doing, Trevor? Oh, not too bad. I uh, I remember meeting you last year at your guys' Christmas pub, walk, crawl, thing, whatnot. Okay. And you completely blew me off. I went to shake your hand, and you said, oh, I can't. I just sanitized. And you did the old namaste thing to me and turned around and went on your way. Namaste. Gio and Seth were awesome. What's a namaste you. thing? I don't even know what that is. I don't know. It's like a yoga term, whatnot. I don't even know. Maybe like a, did he kind of bow or just put his hands together? Like a steep? Yeah, it, it was kind of like the hands together and. Yeah, I bowed. Bow. I gave you a little bow, right? I was there to meet as many people as possible. I was, I had things to do. What's, uh, what's the problem? I mean, it's just kind of a douchey move, but if you, if you got people to be, places to see. Well, like, okay, let me ask you this. What were you looking to get out of it? 
nothing really. I just wanted to shake your hand and be like, hey, cool, I met Drew because this is awesome. But instead, I was like, oh, hey, he's kind of a dick in real life, like on the radio. Because what? Because I didn't shake your hand? I mean, yeah. Why do I need to touch you, though? I, I, I guess you don't, but you had no problem touching everybody else. <laughs> That's not true. It, it, a, it's weird that you would look to see if I would touch anyone else, let alone everyone else. B, I'm sorry no, that I I'm sorry that literally have. Sure. Go ahead. No, well, I was just gonna say I'm sorry that you're so needy that you wanted to be touched by me, and I'm sorry that I didn't deliver that to you. But maybe I looked at you, made a quick judgment, and said either this guy's burning heaters and he looks disgusting, or I just don't want to touch this guy. All right, fair enough, I guess. Do you smoke? No, I don't. Did I touch you? Yeah, you shook my hand. Yes. Now I know you're lying, dude. Yes. There's no way that Seth touched you. I shake you. hands. When was this? Yeah, Seth shook my hand. It was at the Christmas pub crawl. Oh, a year ago. A year ago. Which, that was really my first bone event, and I was really freaked out at, at how many people were there, so I'm glad I was nice to him. Yes. Well, listen, pal, I'm sorry that your dad didn't pay enough attention to you when you were growing up, and now that you're needy when it comes to contact with other men, I will say forthrightly that uh, I don't shake hands very much. You know what's great, though, is that you were a D-back to this guy, and he still continues to listen to the show, and you're eviscerating him on the air. Hopefully, he continues to listen. Yes, why do you still listen to this awful radio program, sir? I never said the radio program was awful. I actually really enjoy your show. Oh, good. All right. Well, listen, again, I'm sorry that you're such a needy little baby that you need to be touched all the time, and I'm sorry that your dad didn't pick you up and hold you enough. Uh, but if that's I careful, because I don't have a dad. That's, that's really, now you're just, like, digging it in. Well, now, I know, now I know where all this comes from. You want me to be your daddy. I'm going to assume you're probably, <laughs> what, like 25, 26 years old? No, I'm 30. 30, okay. So I'm a little bit old. I'm about 16 years older than you are, so you're looking to me to be some sort of father figure. You want to hop on up on my lap, Sport, and tell me about how baseball practice was today? No, no, I'm good. You sure? Yeah. You want to get on my lap? <laughs> no, I'm good, sir. All right. All right, man. Well, listen, I hope that you can seek therapy and get over the neediness that you have, and I'm sorry about your dad, and I'm sorry that I'm not your dad, and I look forward to meeting you and then bowing at you and not touching you at some point in time in the future. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Jim. Thanks for listening to the show, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, happy. All right. Oh boy. What's up, John? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Jeez. Drew, Johnny Smash you, dude. I wanted to play the part of the White Knight and come to your defense because I gotta tell you, I ran into you at the Grill in West Chase, and to be honest with you, if anyone's gonna apologize, I should apologize to you because I had my wife in a wheelchair and I was trying to bring her in. And you were like, hey, let me get that door for you, and you were coming out with your wife and your son, and I said thank you, and you stood there for a second and it looked like you, looked like you, you know, like because I said hi, Drew. And you look like you wanted, you look like you expected me to, like, you know, like to, you know, ask you for a Run? picture or something like that. But I saw you with your wife and kids, and that's a big no-no for me. So I just said, thank you, bro, and just walked in, and I was at, and, you know, and then you went on your way, and it was a beautiful thing, bro. Oh, well, Johnny Smash, you can talk You can talk anytime you want, man. I, I'm, I'm there to talk to people. I'll hold the door for people. I think I'm somewhat polite most of the time, but if someone's looking for a little long hand-holding encounter, they're probably not going to get it. By the way, did you see that, that uh, that's turned into a sushi restaurant now? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, they closed down the grill at West Chase. It's now going to be uh, Sushi Alive, and uh, I will do anything and everything it takes to get to the soft opening of that thing. Let me put that out there on the radio. Mike, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How are you, Mike? Hey, I'm doing good, Drew. How about you guys? Good, man. What's cracking? Not much. Uh, I, this was last year sometime. It was still while you were in the in-your-face mode. But uh, I had gone to meet you at uh, Winn-Dixie in Bradenton. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It was late in the day. Okay. But you were just engrossed with whatever you were doing on your phone. I was like, oh, dear, how are you doing? And you just kind of, like, tapped the PR chick's side, and you're like, hey, handle this. 
And that's that's a lie. That, that, that's an absolute lie. I would never. They're not there to pretty, handle pretty anything. Consistent. That, that that is an absolute lie. You are lying <laughs> through your teeth. Handle this. What what purpose would I have to call and give this story? I love you. It's the one bad interaction interaction I've had with you. So I, I don't know why I would call in and lie about something like that. Don't you think that they would have the this guy and people who have these stories would have a better understanding of the story than you who who doesn't recall this at all? He's lying. That's why. I've, I, 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 there is no way I've ever, in my entire radio career, I've never asked a promo girl to handle anything. Well, I do believe that you were probably on your phone when he came out there. Quite possible. There's no doubt about it. We probably met. There might have been a lot of people. I might have been doing a call-in on my phone because our faulty Comrex equipment mm-hmm. might have been deep, might have not been working that way. Uh-huh. I don't, Blame it on equipment. Sure. But there is no <laughs> way in hell. I mean, you were definitely just texting and there was no one up there and then right after me uh, a short blonde lady walked up and she was like oh my god my husband loves your show and you're like hey thanks for listening you want some swag i think you had like a cup or something you were giving out and uh, this guy's a liar it, it was just it, it was the one one not good interaction with you otherwise i love your show lies made baby jesus christ sir i'm sorry i'm sorry that you felt the need to fabricate this on my show today make good on the bad interaction that he had with you he's a lying dick why should i make good with him he's a, he's an absolute well, Liar. What reason do I have to lie about Look, this? Look, I get I mean, it, dude. I'm, I'm it's character assassination Wednesday. It's cool. I get it, man. You're trying to create a little drama. That's cool. I would believe the phone part. There's no doubt about that. The p- tapping a promo girl and saying handle that, that is the part where you are blatantly lying about. I've never done that in my entire career. I don't know, Drew. I think you need to uh, reevaluate your reevaluate uh, your memories. Let's let's walk back the handle this comment. I will I will gladly admit that I was on my phone. If I was, that's fine. I have never in my career told someone to handle this. That's never happened, and it didn't happen to you. And you're lying. That- exactly what happened Drew. you're a liar i don't know what to you're a liar you. hey mike i believe you you're you're a liar though mike I but listen I, I believe him or not I, I appreciate that you listen to the show i don't appreciate you lying but uh listen i if it happened that way in your head i'm sorry that you felt the need to make up that memory you're a liar uh you're still allowed to listen to the program you're just a filthy liar and i have no respect for you but thanks a lot for listening man yeah I, uh liar I you, uh, you're, a liar. You're, a, you you're a liar you're you're a liar you're a liar Go ahead, Kevin. Can I say this? Okay, so I've been a lot of these radio promotions, and I have noticed this. The host of any particular show can get overwhelmed by people mm-hmm. coming up. And I think, Seth, that you, me, you, and Nikki, we we should be somewhat of a buffer to keep everybody from getting yeah. – to, to keep him from getting worn out because it, it's exhausting. You're putting on a show. you got five minutes and a break. You can't meet everybody. You're going to piss somebody off sometimes when they're not getting exactly what they want. Well, here's the problem. If he's at a, a, a Winn-Dixie or we're at a toy drive – they're coming out to meet us. This isn't like Drew need a buffer. This right. isn't just like Drew. It's Drew Garabo live. Yep. It's not we're the buffer live. People want to meet Drew. Yeah, I'm but, not but that's gonna... not what it, it's not necessarily a meet and greet. Right. It's, we, the obligation is to the masses of people that are listening. Right. And there's a handful of people that come up. They're going to be disappointed if you don't blow off a whole break just right. to talk to them. I need a buffer. Yeah. You. So what you do is you just kind of give them a whatever, and then you go, hey, have you met Seth Kush? And then you back out. I need a buffer. I totally need a buffer. Yeah. Seth the shiz on the Twitter machine. I don't know why people lie on that Drew on the radio. I've met you three times and you've always been friendly. Even said hello getting off the boat. Uh, Lauren, not India. That guy's talking about our Winn-Dixie and Bradenton. There was no promo girl there. And then someone said, uh, will you at least fist bump someone instead of a handshake? Why do we have to touch at all? Well, that's just what we do in America. Well, maybe I'm not. Maybe I don't need to do that.
And then Chris Cook uh, said, I met Drew. He shook my hand, signed an autograph, and even gave me a Burger 21 burger, LOD. What's up, Gary? <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> what's good, Gary? <laughs> I'm here to defend you, man. Oh. I mean, all these people are coming down on you. Yeah. Defend me. Go ahead, about, please. Yeah, about about bad interactions and stuff, man. I I, um, I worked with you at one of the uh, uh, nude car wash at a certain gentleman's club. Yeah. And um, you were very interactive with your male listeners, even surrounded by all the naked the naked women. Hey, <laughs> I mean, uh, hold on one second. Was, Seth, can you handle this for me, please? No, he called to talk to you, yeah, Drew. Yeah, just, just go ahead and handle it. I, I'm sorry. I just tapped Seth on the shoulder and said, handle this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there, man. On top of that, I mean, as many times as I've been to one of like the bone events, I've never seen many promo girls around. You never say handle this. I always see you interacting Thank with you, people. Man. So, I mean, unless somebody's just being a dick, yeah, like an annoying dick, I don't see why. Like an know, annoying lying dick, right, Gary? Exactly. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you clearing my good name. I can't have this on my conscience today. I'm having people tweeting me about bad interactions with you. What do they read them? The same thing happened to me. I got blown off at the Bone Pub Crawl last year in downtown St. Pete. Who is that? I'm not telling you because then you're going to look them yeah. up and you're going to yell at them and you're going to block them and they're listening well, to our show supporting us. Well, here's the deal. It depends on your level of expectation. If you want, if it were in, you saw how crowded the Bone Pub Crawl was. I, I do, but I feel like if people are coming up to you yes. and they want to meet you, yes. that means they appreciate what you do on sure. the radio and, and they support us. Of course. They're our customers. So I figure at least we can shake their hand and act like we're happy to meet them. I, I will be more than happy to meet you, to greet you. I don't need to touch you. But if I'm being pulled in another direction because I have a responsibility, I'm going to go. Like we're, You're not going to get like this long interaction of like, hey, I make myself available. I tell people where I'm going to be when I'm in an official capacity. I'll meet the hell out of you because I have an infinite and profound appreciation for anyone and everyone who chooses to listen to this radio program. But if you have this lofty expectation of, hey, we're going to have 10 minutes of uninterrupted conversation, and I'm going to touch you, and we're going to hug, and I'm going to eat your food after you eat it. I don't think wanting to shake hands with you is that big of an expectation. I don't want to shake hands with people. Okay. Unless they're girls. Hello. Here we go again. This is the Drew Garabo live hit and track of the day. Don't tell any of your stupid friends. Shh. Hollywood Hulk Hogan, what's happening? What's up, brother? Man, how you been? Cool, cool. We on the air? Cool. We've, we've got Hulk Hogan on the line with us. Of course, Hogan's Beach now open. Had a huge New Year's Eve blowout. Man, it's a pleasure to speak with Tampa's own Hulk Hogan. I want to start it off. Why Tampa, Hulk? Why, why did you settle on this area of all the places in the United States of America that you could have lived? Brother, I've been here my whole life. I mean, where else is there to go? I mean, during the... The 30-year wrestling career, you know, I took off and lived in New York and Connecticut for a while, lived in Atlanta, did the crazy move with the, with the ex-wife to go down to Miami for about a year, what a disaster that was. And then, uh, you know, during the whole wrestling career, I spent a bunch of time in Japan, sometimes maybe 20 weeks a year in Japan. But at the end of the day, this is home, went to school here, grew up here. And I always dreamed of someday, you know, moving over to the beach, but I never dreamed I was going to own the beach. <laughs> uh, that's the deal, brother. This is, this, is, this is home base, man. This is where the roots are. Hey, Hulk, do you ever go out and uh, are you just in one of those moods where you hope people don't talk to you? Or whenever you go out, you're prepared that people are going to come up and talk to Hulk Hogan? Well, it's kind of a weird deal. You know, first off, when, when things start cracking, you know, you kind of like years ago, go, oh, my gosh, why do they – you know, want my autograph, and then, you know, 
about halfway through the whole career, you go, you know, this is pretty intense the way it's going down. And then you get to the point of my career after 30 years, you go, thank God it's still happening. You know, sure. Fans have been so loyal. They've been there through good times and bad times. And at the end of the day, you know, when I do mount up and go out, um, it's chaos. I mean, it's, it's really cool because even though you can't even get a bite of food in your mouth, you can't even get a drink in your mouth, people are always there wanting autographs and pictures. It's amazing that, you know, this is still happening after all this time. And I'm, I'm so grateful that the people are, are still really cool and excited to see me. And, you know, at the end of the day, most people are really nice. Even if you had somebody that's out of their mind, totally nuts, they're usually just excited. But, you know, whenever I go out, brother, you got to be ready for the, the mania to go crazy. That's what <laughs> hey, all about. hey, Hulk, do you ever have any problems signing autographs while you're eating? Because I know for a lot of celebrities, that time is off limits. You know, I tried to say no, but it really doesn't work. You know, people don't understand because they may be leaving the restaurant or they may have to go catch a plane. And, you know, it's kind of hard just to say no. You know, I, I pretty much realized the moment I walk out of this front door and I put the, the bandana on the bald head. And when I walk out the front door, brother, people don't go, hey, Terry, how you doing? You know, they go, hey, Hogan, how you doing? So I give them the, what's up, brother? How's it going? You know, so pretty much when I'm, when I leave the house, it's on, you know, and, 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 and I'm, and I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just, thank God it's still happening because it didn't have to go this way. You know what, uh, what fascinates me is your longevity. I spent three years out of radio when I worked for the Orlando magic and I hooked you and Bubba up with some tickets to the Lakers finals. And when we, I, you know, right, right. Bu- and Bubba was like, did you, you have to sneak Hogan in through the back we door? Did, and that's what I was going to say is like, Bubba was like, Hey, just be prepared when, when Terry shows up, that's going to be madness and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, right. I mean, I know the guy's popular, but whatever, dude, as soon as people realize you were there, you started getting mobbed and we had to sneak you in the side door. And what, to what do you attribute your longevity, man? I mean, you've been huge since I saw you as Thunderlips in Rocky three, for God's sake. You know, what I really think it is. I think it's, um, you know, the, the celebrities like the Brad Pitts and, and the George Clooney's and stuff, they're, and, you know, they're just, like, so far out there. They have these entourages, and they have this thing that they, they, they're trying to separate themselves from, from the people. I mean, for me, I've always been in wrestling, and we're kind of like the, the B or the C type celebrities looked at as the media, which I really can care less about that. But the truth is, People have seen me on TV so much, they feel like they can come pat me on the back and go, hey, Logan, how's it going? Or, you know, I grew up watching. I think the thing that's uh, really has to do with the longevity is the fact that I feel the people feel that I'm tangible. Love it. We're speaking with Hulk Hogan. Hogan's Beach is now open to the Best Western Bay Harbor Hotel on the Courtney Campbell Parkway. Hey, Hulk, there's one more question about your celebrity. When you go out to a restaurant, do you feel like you have to over tip because if you don't, people are going to go, that Hogan's a real cheap D-bag? I don't feel that way, but I do over tip because these people in restaurants, you know, they kind of like bust their rear ends to, you know, to help you and, and do the right thing. And, you know, times aren't, it's not like 1980 anymore where people are just, you know, throwing money away and just, you know, <clears throat> lighting their cigarettes with hundred dollar bills, if you know what I'm saying. But, uh, at the end, at the end of the day, um, you know, I like leaving a good tip simply because, you know, maybe the guy behind me won't tip or maybe it's been a slow night. So I just kind of like to make care, take care of the people that, that, uh, 
are serving me. And at the end of the day, bro, they're handling your food too. So figure that one out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and you know, I'd be a negligent radio idiot if I didn't at least touch on, of course, the unfortunate incident that happened in 2012. Are you able to go anywhere near the sushi aisle in Publix without somebody elbowing you in the ribs and be like, oh, you don't want to fill up on that stuff, big guy? No, lay it out straighter for me, bro. We can talk. Go ahead. Hit me again. <laughs> the sushi thing is su- sushi thing is kind of vague. I know where you're going, but you got to lay it out a little bit straighter. Answer. No, I'm just saying that'll no, be me. Lay it out. Lay no, it no, out. I'm just saying that'll be me. Like if I saw Hulk and I saw the sushi aisle right there, I'd be I I I I'd elbow no, him in the I mean, ribs I mean, a little I mean, bit. Hulkster's telling you to lay it out, so lay it out no, for him. I got you're backing up now. I got, no, I got nothing to lay out. I only had a sushi joke <laughs> planned. I got I have, you know I know everything I need to know. I mean I hope he wins the lawsuit against Gawker for God's sake because I'd love to see him get a nice payday off that one. But that had to be a rough time for you to go through, man. And I'm sure that uh, that when you're out amongst the people, that uh, that is something that still gets brought up, no? Yeah. <laughs> but the weird, the, weird, the weird thing is, it's, you know, the women put me over, which is crazy. You know, and, and the women say, oh, my gosh, it's so great. You know, there are people that, you know, we're fans that some people, and it doesn't happen very often. Some people don't understand. And I don't want to go into a long dissertation or try to explain it to the fans because I'm accountable. Sure. And I made a mistake. But the sad, the sad thing is when you really, you know, find out, you know, who people really are, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you think that they're blood or they're lifelong friends and stuff. And, and when you find out who they really are, sometimes it's disappointing. It's even shocking. And uh, especially if somebody's really close to you, they take advantage of your ignorance, you know, because there are times when people can be really stupid like me that, uh, you know, it's just really uh, a shame sometimes when you you find out who everybody is. But, you know, everyone's all a bit brought up, but usually, you know, it's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I found that when we're at the uh, the very bottom, that's when we really find out what people's true colors are and what their true motivation is. And uh, it's unfortunate that it takes uh, a, a situation like that to really shine that through. But, I mean, I guess the, the bright side of that is at least you know now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, better I know now than another 10 years from now. But, you know, and, and the sad part is, is sometimes, you know, because I've been through a lot of craziness, you know, with divorces and lawsuits and, you know, stuff back in the 80s and 90s with the federal government and when when you've got you know somebody special they're saying hey i'm your only true friend i'm the only one that's been with you through thick and thin and they're really making you think that hey man this is my only true friend and when you find out different it's kind of weird it's, it's pretty it's pretty tough pill to swallow it is mad well dude i really appreciate the honesty and the time hulkster uh the the hogan's beach is oh, now cool up- man oh good man i'm we, glad we- we got to go, Drew. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're going to go down to Hogan's Beach. It's at the Best Western Bay Harbor Hotel on the Courtney Campbell Parkway. They got Sister Hazel for Valentine's weekend. Volleyball courts, fire pits, beach command has a huge deck. Can't wait to get down there. And I know you're there a lot, so I'm looking forward to seeing you there, Hulkster. Yeah, we got a mechanical shark instead of a mechanical bull, too. So that's pretty wild. Man, but, you know, don't forget over on Clearwater Beach, man, I got a bad to the bone Hogan's Beach shop over here on Mandalay Avenue right down the street from the Hooters. So, you know, we're rocking on both ends of the bay now. Excellent. You're taking over. I love it, man. Well, continued success to you, man. I hope 2013 is uh, light years ahead of 2012 for you. And, again, I appreciate the time very much. Congrats on your years of success, Hulkster.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.